Hello and welcome to Amplify Coffee Chat. Come along and join us as we explore how worship looks like for ministries and believers in Singapore. Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of Amplify Coffee Chat where we chat about different ministries in Singapore, what they do and how they are bringing the gospel to the lost and what worship looks like for them. And today, I have the honour and privilege to invite Broderick, who is uh, the founder of Mission Dow, into our studio today. Welcome! Yeah, hey, thanks for having me, Douglas. It the, is his coffee chat, right? But yes. There's no coffee. Ah, eh? uh, yes, there's no coffee. There's water only. Yes, yes. <laughs> because the studio, you got to keep the studio clean. You got to the yes. yes. But anyway, since it is a coffee chat, right, I'd like to ask this question. You know, what right. is your go-to coffee? Whoa. You know what? I am a little bit of a purist. So oh, okay. I actually roast my own coffee. Serious? At home? Yeah, at home. Yeah. Okay. I have a roaster at home. I, I, I have gone to extreme length to purchase a coffee roaster and an espresso yes. machine. And the yes. full works. So, so what is like your... How do you... But okay, but my, my go-to coffee shop in Singapore is Nylon Coffee. Nylon, Nylon coffee. coffee is over at Everton Park. It's one of the best coffee that you will ever taste. So okay. Free plug there for them. Yes. Yeah. And, and what is the coffee you usually order? Oh, I just ordered a flat white, man. Like a five ounce single shot. It's like yeah. Yeah, no, Starbu- have... no Starbucks for you. No, no, no. <laughs> but but once once a year, Christmas, right? I'll, oh, yes. I'll indulge in a toffee nut latte. Oh. I think that's really nice. We, I, we, it will be nice for us to have one now. You know, your studio smell like burnt orange. Smells like Christmas <laughs> in this place. Yeah. My favorite is peppermint mocha. Oh, sure. Eh. It's like anyway, this is for local audience, right? Yes, yes. Okay, uh, great. Maybe overseas also will get to hear it. All right, all right. So less less English. Yes, less English. Yes, no worries. Okay, that's enough of coffee chat. Now back to uh the the real talk. Uh you started Mission Dao. What yeah. is Mission Dao? So Mission Dao is Mission D A O, uh acronym for Decentralized Autonomous Organization. You know, it's big, big words and like we, we ask ourselves like what in the world is decentralized and autonomous organization? I understand, but uh, but basically decentralized is the opposite of centralized, right? There, uh, decentralized means that power is not consolidated at the top. Decision-making power right, is not kind of like just with me or my team, but decision-making power in this organization is actually decentralized to the people in, within the organization. So... Um, that, that is kind of like a fun thing that we are trying. Uh, it's a new experimental, uh, okay, maybe not new, right? Maybe not a new um, governance structure, but it existed for a while. We thought perhaps it would be a good governance structure for a charity, like a mission-giving fund, mm. rather than um, myself or my team controlling the, the funds, we avail the control to, you know, people who actually gave, you know? So uh, that is a little bit of a new thing. Uh, we are the world's first fully transparent and decentralized mission-giving fund. Okay. Transparent because you're on the blockchain, meaning that every transaction can be tracked mm. and uh, you can hold us accountable for every transaction because, you know, you literally can track it on, on, the, on the scanner. And uh, decentralized because you want to give the decision-making power to the people. And uh, we exist to alleviate human suffering as well as to advance the kingdom of God on earth and in the metaverse. Metaverse, maybe you would like to share with us uh, 
how you can bring the gospel into the metaverse. I mean, metaverse is something that I think uh, a lot of us are still very new to yes, it and yes, probably has a lot yes. of apprehension against it. So what what what, what yeah. sparked it off for you guys? Yeah, uh, yeah. I guess we could you know, spend more time talking about metaverse today. Mm. Yeah. You know, the Mission DAO, it exists just to facilitate giving, just to facilitate transparency in giving. It exists to to fund missionaries and to advance the met- advance the kingdom of God in metaverse. I think the concept is rather simple to understand. Mm. Uh, but I think like what you mentioned, you know, metaverse is the part that is a little bit more um what is it? What exactly mm-hmm. is metaverse? Um one of the first few metaverses that we have experienced collectively, maybe mm. you, maybe the listener, I'm pretty sure, uh it's actually Maple Story. Mm. Right? Do you, do you remember Maple Story? Yes. <laughs> Maple Story, right? It's a metaverse. Mm. You know, it's a universe that's outside of ours. Yep that we live and we kind of like spend a lot of time in. Mm. Like myself, right, when I was playing Maple Story when I was younger, I would spend upwards of like four, six, even 12 hours on the weekend, right, being immersed in a universe that is not my own. Mm. Being immersed in a universe, right, that is outside of my reality. Mm. And I live vicariously through that avatar that we created. Yeah. And then all my friends are in my guild and they're in the parties and... We meet up in Maple Story and say, hey, let's go to Channel 1. Okay, no, no, let's go to Channel 2. Let's move to Channel 5. And we all exist as avatars within the metaverse and we have social interaction. Yeah. You know, we do uh, quests together. We play games together. Um, and that's essentially what the metaverse is. It is a universe that's outside of our own. And uh, it exists, you know, digitally. Yeah, so just to kind of like understand that concept, right? The metaverse have existed for a long time. Mm. You know, it's not a new concept. We have all participated in it. If mm. you have played Maple Story, right? Yeah. You have already, you play Harbo Hotel, you have participated. You play Club Final Penguin. Fantasy. <laughs> Final Fantasy. Hey, talking about Final Fantasy, do you know that there's a Final Fantasy church mm. in the UK? Yes. Yeah, they host church services within Final Fantasy because it's an MMORPG. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, so... Um, they have already existed, you know, but uh, the, the thing is that he have always existed in a centralized manner. So mm. what we're seeing now is actually we're seeing uh, metaverses existing in a decentralized manner, mm. meaning you can build, people can, people who owns plot of land, right? They could build their own thing, you know. Mm. It's like you can build your own map in MapleStory. Mm. You can build your own house in MapleStory. Mm. Uh, you can't, right? You can't, but now you can. Mm. You know, with, the, with decentralization, there's a lot of customization that is available. People are building museum. The British Museum have a digital museum. There's digital embassy, you know, digital like you know, mu- uh, gallery, art gallery. Mo- it's mostly art stuff now, mm-hmm. right? Um, and yeah, it is just a. It's not a foreign concept. I think everybody have experienced it in some sense, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. So everybody have experienced metaverse in some sense, mm-hmm. and uh, it's not a foreign concept. But we're seeing a migration of people, you know, especially younger people, as they participate in the digital economy, they're slowly moving towards living their life in the metaverse again. It's, it's as good as me saying, you know, uh, 15 years ago, we need to do evangelism in Maple Story. And if I say that 15 years ago, I'll, I would be very young to say that. But, <laughs> but you know, if I, say, if I say that 15 years ago, right, everybody would think it's a good idea, eh? Right, uh, because the young people are there, you know. So what we want to do as Mission Dara is we want to fund uh, technology, we want to fund research, we want to fund advancement of the kingdom, God stuff, 
mm. in the metaverse. We want to build stuff in the metaverse so that when our young people move into the metaverse, we are ready. You know? Yeah, and there are many metaverses, right? Facebook have Horizon. There's Odd Spaces. There's Decentraland. There's Sandbox. There's so many, right? Uh, I think really, really, we want to find the metaverse. And it will, that will require a lot of research, some time for us to nail down to say, that, hey, this is the one that we want to build on. You know, it's like uh, a few years ago that we were trying to figure out which one is the social media. Mm-hmm. Right? There were so many. There were MySpace, there was Friendster, there was Facebook, right? And we eventually landed on Facebook as the social media, right? And uh, it's the same for the metaverse. We are trying to look for, we're trying to look for the, the metaverse and something that we are building towards lah. So, for Mission Dao, once you guys find like the metaverse, what are the plans mm. that you guys want to do? Yeah, even before we find, we want to spend a lot of time doing research. You know, we want to experiment. We want to set up, uh, spaces where we can host like worship, worship nights. We want to host. We want to find spaces that we could, uh, host preaching. You know, just last week I was having, a, I was at attending a conference, with a group of pastors, and uh, they are, they are. Meta versus pastors. Can you imagine that? It's really wow. But they have churches in the metaverse. And they have congregation coming from all around the world, congregating to watch a sermon and then have conversation with each other after that. You know, so uh, one of the things that we want to do is yes, fund these projects. You know, acquire spaces in the metaverse. Acquire assets in the metaverse so that we can build in the metaverse in the future. But uh, one of the things I'm really, really passionate about, right, is I want to articulate the gospel of Jesus using the latest emerging technology and place it into the metaverse. Mm. Yeah. So that, that will bring us to like VR. Mm. You know, because uh, what people are saying right now is that the metaverse is best experience in VR. Mm. What does that mean? And VR is not something that is new. Yeah, it's, it's been around for a long time. Yeah, and uh, what we realized in recent days, right, is that I'm shocked, you know, I asked my friend, how much is the Oculus? I was, I was thinking he would tell me, oh, $2,000. Because I'm thinking, oh man, VR technology is just too expensive for normal people to purchase. It costs $500. And I did some research and I realized that Facebook is committed to lower, lowering the prices of the Oculus, right? Even to a point of making a loss. And the reason is why, because they want people to participate in this new digital economy. Commercial reasons, right? So um, it's only $500 now. You know, it's the, it's the price of my mobile phone. Um, some people's phones are more expensive, but yeah. you know it's the cost of my phone. Yeah, right. Five hundred dollars is acceptable, I feel. Mm. And um, VR technology is becoming more and more widely available, and uh, especially younger people, they are slowly adopting to it. Mm. Games are being developed on VR, and yet, you know, it's fun stuff. Social platforms are being developed on the v- on VR, mm. and it's yeah. also a really fun thing. So I ask myself, you know, like if the metaverses will be experience in VR, what is the best way to present the gospel? Would it be a person preaching on stage? That would be a nice way to present the gospel. We're used to that. Would it be a music video? That's awesome. I would like to watch a VR music video, right? And uh, I'm, I'm a filmmaker, right? I, I, I was a filmmaker rather. And I always, always thinking about how do we articulate the gospel of Jesus? If you're going to do it through VR, can you mention this with me? You put on the VR goggles and it's completely dark. And you hear the narrator saying to, saying to you, saying to your ears, right? In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. 
And before your very eyes and all around you, the world is being formed. And you see all the different things, you know, God plays the animals and, you know, the mountains and the seas and, and all that cool stuff like night and day. And you see the garden and Adam and Eve, they're there. You see the creation of man, the rebellion of man, the exile of man. And, you know, this these goggles could teleport you, you know, to the next scene where you see, you know, Abraham and Isaac, for example. Right? You could see a story of Joseph. and It's as if you're there watching the Red Sea part before you as Moses commanded it. It's as if you're there at Ephes Damim where David and Goliath were having the exchange. You look to your left is David, you look to your right is Goliath. You hear them having the exchange and you know the, you see the rock fly and Goliath falling before your face. It'd be a very immersive experience for people to get into and if we can create that, which we can, we have the technology. You know, we just need the resources. We have the technology, we need the talents, we need the resources to build this. Right, um, and just imagine this with me, okay, you, you wear the goggles and then suddenly it's moving up and down and up and down. You look down, you're on a camel and you look to your right, it's the Magi's. And the Magi's, you look up and you, saw, you see a star and you hear the Magi's talking about the star and pointing to the one that is born, the King of the Jews. You arrive there at the nativity scene and you see baby Jesus. You know, and imagine walking with Jesus as he, as he does his ministry, seeing how gentle he is with the leper. You know, seeing him, you know, being so kind to the woman at the well. Seeing him preach the Sermon on the Mount. You know, you could even interact, you wave at him and he wave back at you. You know, that would be pretty cool, right? And uh, imagine being at the temple ground. And Jesus is teaching and the Pharisee brought a woman called adultery and threw it before him. And you're part of the crowd. And Jesus said, he was without sin. Let him cast the first stone. And you can hear all around you, the rocks start to drop. And as you look around, the people walk away. And it's just Jesus and the woman. And you're there experiencing it. And you're there watching it as if you're there. Yeah. And walking with Jesus down the Via Dorarosa. And then seeing Jesus die on the cross for you. You know, the whole time the narrator tell you what happened. There will be a new way of experiencing the gospel through VR. And, you know, this, this film, we want to call it a film. We want to call it an experience. Whatever it is, we can take this. And we can put it into the metaverse for people to access it anytime, totally free. We make it downloadable. We download it into the Oculus goggles. We send it to our missionaries all around the world. They take that, they go onto the streets, they interact with people, they let them try this new novel VR technology and the gospel is preached to them and in their native language, whether it's Japanese or Korean or Thai, whatever language, the mission, whatever mission field they're in, we have the, we have the film dubbed in that language. People get the gospel preached to them in their native tongue and experience immersively 360 degrees. Fun stuff, right? Yeah. You know? I think it's uh, it's quite mind-blowing and I think uh, probably our listeners are trying to wrap their mind around it also. Yeah. But I think it's really cool um, like to see Mission Dao not only just impacting uh, our current, uh, I would say, universe, Mm. But you guys are also having plans to to go ahead, you yeah. know, um, into the yeah. future, yeah, and to to uh, reach out to you know people who are already in the metaverse. Mm. And most of the time, people who are in the metaverse, you can't really reach them in our current universe. Yeah, and I think that's the beauty in it. Yeah. So okay, you guys, you ha- these are the plans you have for metaverse. Metaverse. How about for 
you know, yeah. really right now. Yeah, so, you know, we'll be selling digital art and uh, with the money that we raise, we'll be actually, um, we actually have pledged to a few missionaries already. Around. Okay. And they are in Kenya and Jordan. You know, we are building something in Syria. It's quite, it's quite interesting, you know, we are building a youth, kind of like a youth centre, like a playground, so that the young people there, they are not, it's a, it's a war-torn nation, it's a refugee yeah. camp. They have no context of normal life. Like one of the things that we want to do is that we want to build a playground there. So the kids there can have some sort of, some sense of normalcy. Right? And uh, that's where some of the money will be going to. Uh, we have feeding programs. We have people preaching the gospel on the streets. We have people setting up mission, uh, mission, mission ground, mission field in Nagaland and in Jordan and in different places all around the world. We have pledged to these people already. Uh, but with the Dao coming in, with people coming in to participate in this giving process, we will have more and more proposal. We have a mission department doing our due diligence, you know, making sure that the missionaries we give to, they are legitimate. We have a set of criteria. You know, we are all deciding this together as a Dao. So we exist to advance the kingdom of God on earth, which is what we are doing currently, and also in the metaverse, which is what we will be doing in the future. I, I actually believe that, you know, in, in the days to come, in the years to come, more and more young people will step into this metaverse immerse in it the same way that when we were younger we were immersed in maple story because all of their friends are there anyway right we will find the largest unreached people group in the metaverse and that's where we need to bring the presence of god that's where we need to bring the kingdom of god you know that's where we need to bring the gospel and the beautiful person of jesus and his message into where it is darkest you know can i be honest with you the metaverse right now is dark have all sorts of crazy parties in the metaverse right they are you know one of the biggest ones Snoop Dogg you know he's he have his whole like weed party right and that's the that's their only option now the young people when they go in that's their only option right but can you imagine if you can create a safe space where they gather not to just party but they gather to worship you know they gather to you know commune and fellowship and to find meaning and purpose and where there is darkness, I feel like that's where we want to bring the light. Huh? That's, that's so true. I think a lot of people, when they probably hear about the metaverse or hear things like, you know, what Snoop Dogg is doing, mm. they'll probably say, oh, this is of the devil, you know, yeah. metaverse is bad. Well, mm. we can have a choice either yes. to, to react that way or say yes. that, hey, you know, uh, I'm given yes. the light and I want to bring the light into that metaverse, yeah, you know, that's to right. reach out to the lost. That's right. You know, uh, that's, that's really cool. Yeah, you know, like, uh, when we first started this, we found a lot of favor. Uh, people reach out from us from all over the world, and we are now partnering with people like Sini Mohidi from uh, from JPCC in Indonesia, and we are partnering with people like Jonathan Ogden, uh, Rivers and Robots. And what we want to do with these guys is that we want to create a metaverse or digital worship experience that is so much better than listening to Snoop Dogg, right? It's listening to Sini Mohidi, you know, it's listening to Jonathan Ogden and all the different worship leaders and all the different bands and all that coming together not just to, you know, party but coming together to, you know, exalt the name of Jesus. Yeah. So I think that, that kind of aligned, you know, with what uh, you're doing, talking about worship and talking about why we exist, you know, we exist to worship. That is kind of like our living, that's the, way our, that's, the, that's the way we live, breathe and can we do that in the metaverse? You know, can we bring that into places of darkness? 
that's exactly what I want to do. Lor. I think the metaverse is just like a, a platform or medium. Exactly, exactly. And uh, you can do anything you want, yes. but you know, there are bad things that will happen. Absolutely. But there are good things that can happen too. It's and, like the internet. Yeah. And I think know? it's cool. You're, you guys are bringing the kingdom of God into that universe. Yeah. yeah. And we can do it together. And we should do it together. Yes. Yeah. That's beautiful. And I, I, I you know, as you are chatting, I, I see this beautiful picture of like Mission Dao, you know, mm. the, yeah, uh, planning ahead in, in the metaverse and bringing the kingdom of God. But yet, you are also uh, thinking of ways to bring the kingdom of God through the missions to... Like, you know what you, you shared about uh, f- uh, food programs, yeah. Yeah. you know, helping the, the children in, mm, in mm. war-torn countries. Yeah. Yeah. And these are really physical, uh, real needs. Yes. And I think I, I it's just a beautiful picture. You know, mm. it's like a, a two-pronged thing, but it's a really yeah. a beautiful picture. And, um, but, you know, as, how, how long have Mission Dao started? Wow, actually, we only have been, you know, we have been in talks for, we have actually been working on it for like the last two months. Oh, and really, the Lord have opened so much doors. Mm. Yeah, prior to that, it's just an idea. Mm. You know, prior to that, it was just a dream. You know, thinking about how can we reach more people? Mm. How can we, like, love more people? Yeah. How can we, like, pastor and mm. shepherd and, you know, care for more people? Mm. Yeah, and uh, we technically have only been in operation for two two months, and I think the Lord have bringing so much favor. Mm. Yeah. How did it first start off? Like, what was the thing that wow. you... Wow. Like it's a long story. Like it's a long story. Gospel to you. Ah, there is a Broderick. Yes. Start mission down. Yes, yes. No. Exactly. That's exactly how. <laughs> no, okay. uh, I think I dabbled in like blockchain technology in 2017, mm. and uh, what I what I noticed about blockchain back then was how transparent it is. Mm. You know, every transaction can be tracked. Mm. You know, unless it goes into a centralized place, mm. or unless it gets out into cash, mm. you can't track it when it's cash. But as long as it, it remains as a, as a as a blockchain asset, you can track it. So back then I was thinking, wow, that's so cool. Can you imagine if mission giving, in fact giving, right, can be fully tracked and can be fully transparent? Can you imagine that? That will that will create so much givers confidence. So I thought, hey, giving through blockchain is gonna be a thing, and it have been a thing. You know, there are many churches all around the world, many organizations all around the world, Red Cross, uh. Samaritan Purse, I think, you know, and a whole other that actually accept crypto now because of the transparency in giving. That's awesome. So that's one, transparency in giving. Next one is decentralized in this, decentralization of decision-making. It's something that I experienced when I participate in various DAOs over the last, you know, the last one year. Took part in a few DAO, go into some voting proposal. But most of those DAOs, you know, they exist to uh, make more money. Mm. Yeah. So the DAO is all about how do we make more money? Should we invest in this? Should we invest in that? Should we hire this marketing team? Should we do this? So we're making decisions together. But it's to make more money. But we don't have a DAO that say, how do we give out money? You know, we don't have a DAO that says... Or where your oh, money is going to, who yeah, your money is going to. Yeah, exactly. We don't we don't have a DAO that's like that. You know, and you know what? We, there are many DAOs that exist. And really weird one, right? There's an occultic DAO. It's called Temple DAO. It's weird. It's weird. It's really like occultic stuff. Like I want to stay away from that. But that's the only option for people now, you know. They jump online, they want to participate in the It's either you make money or you do weird occultic stuff. It's like, nah, come on, man. We need a Christian DAO. We need a Christian giving DAO. And I think that's kind of like what moved me, la, especially in the last quarter of the year. 
what are some of the challenges that you guys face? Uh, challenges usually is education. You know, people don't know enough about uh, blockchain or NFTs or metaverse. You know, all these are foreign concepts and there's a lot of misconception. A lot of there's stigma, a lot of right? stigma. There's a lot of fear. You know, I'm a full-time NFT fund manager. You know, like my real job is that I manage a fund for organization to help them acquire digital assets. It's a real thing. The rich people, the rich are getting richer, you know, and they are hiring people to create all these assets for them. Um, and for me, I think education is one of the biggest hindrance that we are having right now because people don't understand it. Uh, there's a lot of fear and there's a lot of fear, there's a lot of uncertainty, there's a lot of doubt. And uh, because of that, there's a hesitation not just by the church, you know, by, you know, the world in general, to step into it. But the young people, they don't care. <laughs> the young people, they just step in, you know. Yeah, yeah. You know, there's no fear. They just try, just try, just try. And uh, because they are in it and they're doing well and they're having fun, you know, they're having lots of fun. And I wish I could show you my, the Discord channels that I'm in, right? Just having so much fun. You're just talking and you're catching up. They're getting to know each other. And uh, the young people are there. Right, so I feel like education is one of the things that, uh, as mission Dao, that should be our first step. We want to provide good Christian crypto education. We want to help people understand the risks, understand biblical principles when it comes to um, buying blockchain assets. Don't get scammed. Don't buy weird stuff and then like lose all your money. You know, for us, education is super key, and like scams are abundant in this new economy, how do we help our people not fall into the pitfall of greed, not fall into the pitfall of envy and jealousy and fear and uh, help them really, you know, understand this space and to take it and walk into it with biblical wisdom, you know, and not just like uh, greed, motivated by, I need to make, I want to make money, I want to make money, I want to make money, which is the narrative right now in the whole NFT space. It's greed. It's formal. Like, how do I make more money? How do I make more money? That's the narrative now. How do I jump into the bandwagon? How do I jump into the bandwagon? How do I, how do I 10x? How do I 100x my money? It's greed. Eh? It's motivated by greed. And it's super unhealthy. And I don't think people should jump into this space because of greed. And you know, this is a great time for us to check our hearts. And to, you know, come to the Lord and say to the Lord, Lord, what is the true intention of my heart? Because I don't want to look like the world. I want to look like you. I don't want my heart to be filled with greed. I want my heart to be filled with generosity and grace. I want to look like you, Lord. You know, and that's the struggle that I face. You know, I'm in this market. Every day I'm looking at the NFT market. That's my job, right? Greed is greed is just right there. But the reality is that greed was in my heart the whole time. You know, it just it, it, it was just manifest because of the situation. That's the point where I look to Jesus and I say, Lord, I don't want to look like this. Lord, make me like you. Let me not be motivated by greed. And I've seen a lot being faithful, you know, a lot bringing that to pass. And I think there's a growth journey. La. So long answer, <laughs> education is what we are really, really cunning. At. Um, to date, what are the achievements that Mission Dao accomplished? We have uh, in a short two, two months. months. <laughs> <laughs> we have connected with people. And you, know, you mentioned um, you connected with like the missionaries in like Jordan, Syria. Yeah, and like the ability to like, you know, speak to them and the ability to have resources to fund them. I think that's epic. Eh? 
you know, and the relationship that we have built, I think the things that we have learned, the networks that we have created, I, I wish I could tell you more. I met someone yesterday, but, you know, and uh, every day I'm meeting someone new. And uh, we are, we're having conversation about this, we're praying about this, and more and more people, they are invested spiritually in the next generation. It means that they're spending more time praying. They're spending more time thinking and strategizing. Uh, how do we reach the next generation? That is something that is core and dear to my heart and never change. What is needed? What is needed? Uh, for now. Pray for, for us. Prayers. <laughs> Pray for us. It's, it, I mean, it's it's overrated. Uh, it's not overrated. It's, I know people repeat this all the time when you ask them, what help do you need? But I do think we desperately need prayer. Yeah, for, for Mission Dao, I think it is such a new space. It's such an unknown space. And you know what? There, it is not an easy space to step into. We need the wisdom of the Lord. We need the favor of the Lord. We need the guidance of the Lord. We need the prompting of the Holy Spirit to be upon every team member. So I think we ask that you pray for us. You know, um, you know, engage us in conversations. I feel like that's another way that uh, you guys could help. You know, we would love to give free education. You know, absolutely free. I would love to just jump into any Zoom call and have a conversation about crypto, about NFT, about metaverse, about mission giving. You know, my team and I, I think those are the things that we want to really do. And uh, of course, if you find in your heart, if the Lord moves in your heart, and only if the Lord moves in your heart, then bring yourself, bring a gift, you know, to the to the mission DAO when we, when we launch uh, late February. Yeah, but that is only if the Lord moves in your heart. Other, other than that, just let it be, let it, let it, let this be a, a point where, a prayer point for you, that you will start to intercede for the people in the metaverse, that you will start to intercede for us as we do the, the work of God on earth and in the metaverse. Yeah, it's really cool prayer. I mean, sometimes we just don't understand, like, mm. you know, uh, and we always follow our logic mind. Yeah. Like, you know, maybe our listeners today, when you hear about what Mission Dao is really about, you know, there's a lot of things that cloud in your mind. Uh, maybe you're a little bit apprehensive, but as you pray and as the Holy Spirit leads you, yeah. I think it's so cool that, you know, when we follow the Holy Spirit and, uh, you know, the leading of the Lord, and if, yeah, if the Lord, you know, be it in giving or education, mm. you know, listeners, if you are really moved by the Holy Spirit, as you listen to this podcast and if you want to give or, or contribute in any way, uh, we'll drop in the link in the yeah, comments. Just follow us on Instagram. Yes. You know, engage it's, in conversation. Yeah. DM us, we reply on. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes, they will reply. Yes. And uh, and yeah, I, I think it's so cool. Like what you say, pray about it. You know, um, there's, there's many, many organizations, ministries around, but I think whatever, whichever the Lord impresses upon your heart. Yeah. And sometimes it goes beyond your own understanding. Mm. Yeah, you may not understand it. Uh, or like even the whole metaverse thing, like what is the metaverse about, man? Mm. But mm. I guess when the Lord is moving you towards it, and yeah, I think that's something really beautiful. Yeah. And that's faith. Faith is yeah. not when you understand Sometimes mm. faith is, you know, you goes beyond understanding. Yeah. yeah. So cool. Thank you for your time. Hey, thanks, thanks for having for, me, Thanks Douglas. for coming down and explaining to us what Mission Dao is. And mm. wow, it's we are really excited honor. for the plans 
um, mm. that you guys have, you know, uh, in the now, in, in the mission work that you guys are doing in bringing the gospel, as well as to the, in future for the metaverse. Mm. Yeah. Thanks, Douglas. Keep yes. us in prayer. Yes, we will. Thank you for your time. And that's all we have for today's uh, Amplify Coffee Chat. If you have uh, if you have any comments, just feel free to leave your comments. And do check out our Amplify Podcast for our local worship songs as well as devotions. So that's all the time we have for you today. God bless you and see you next time. <laughs>